Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. Blessings in Christ is also the Church of Christ, preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, of he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. The Church of Christ is scriptural name, Romans 16, 16, scriptural in origin, Colossians 1, 18, scriptural in doctrine, 1 Timothy 4, 16, and scriptural in practice, James 1 and 22. Our lesson today is by James Mills from the Baltimore, Ohio Church of Christ. He's bringing us a, a lesson on Soldier of Christ from Ephesians 6, and the title of his lesson is Self-Defense. In Ephesians 6, in verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So once again, James Mills is bringing a lesson from Ephesians 6 on being a soldier of Christ, and his, uh, the title of his lesson is Self-Defense. We hope that you enjoy the lesson today, and please like us on Facebook. Thank you. Self-defense, when we talk about self-defense, it's to protect ourselves, right? The first thing that self-defense is for is protection. To be able to defend ourselves when we are attacked. The second reason we might want to know self-defense is to protect others. So in other words, if Brother James is attacked and I'm standing here and I see some couple guys start beating up on James, then am I going to stand and watch because I don't know what to do? But no, if I have some training, self-defense, then I can help out, right? I can not only protect me, but I can protect other people as well. And the third reason that we might want to know self-defense is for confidence. If we are going to be attacked or if someone is going to try to attack us, if we know something about defending ourselves, not only can we protect ourselves, we can protect others, but we can be confident in knowing that when this person attacks me, I know what to do. I'm going to know how to defend myself and protect myself, and I'm not worried. Why? Because I know that I am prepared. I'm prepared. So that's what self-defense is for. Now, when you take a self-defense to class, there's three things, the first three things that they will teach you. The first thing being that is you need to always be aware of your surroundings. Be alert. If you see someone running at you, throwing punches, then you need to see, be aware, hey, somebody's running at me, swinging punches. Always be aware of your surroundings. If you're walking in a, down a sidewalk and you see a guy standing here swinging a club, a baseball bat, do we continue to walk toward this guy? No, we're going to turn around and avoid the situation, right? Or if you see someone with a gun... Are we going to know what to do if that person has that gun and he may attack you? You need to know what to do in that situation. So the first thing they do is teach you be aware and be alert of what's going on around you. The second thing is, the second thing is use your voice. Use your voice. If someone begins to attack you, stop! Back up! Leave me alone! Right? Use your voice. Use your voice. What does that do? It does three things. 
That loud voice that you use tells that attacker, hey, I mean business. You don't want to mess with me, right? Stop! Back up! Leave me alone! That tells that attacker, hey, this per I maybe I don't want to mess with this person. The second thing that does, using our voice, it alerts other people around you, hey, something's going on, right? It makes them aware and gives them alert that, hey, something's going on. And maybe it will draw attention to what's happening. And the third thing that voice does is show that you are prepared. And if this person wants to continue with his attack after you've yelled at him and told him to back off, then maybe they think again, well, oh, you know, if I back up and I get in a fighting stance, then this person may say, hey, maybe this person is ready for my attack and maybe they will leave you. So that's the second thing. The first thing is to be aware always of your surrounding. Second is use your voice. And the third thing they teach you is you need to be prepared for whatever, whatever situation you're going to deal with. If someone comes up behind you and they grab you in a chokehold, you can't just stand there and let them choke you out, right? You've got to know what to do right when it happens. As soon as that person locks around your neck, you've got to know the elbow techniques. You've got to be able to spin out of the chokeholds. You've got to be prepared for whatever happens. If someone comes up to you and they point a gun in your face, you've got to know the proper technique. The way to hit the gun to avoid being shot. How to get the grip, the lock on that person's wrist to get that gun out of their hand. Or if someone comes at you with a knife, there's techniques that you will be taught to help you defend yourself. Now it doesn't guarantee, it doesn't guarantee that you will not be harmed or you will not get hurt. Just because you know what to do doesn't mean you won't get shot. It doesn't mean you won't get stabbed. It doesn't mean you won't be choked out. But you will have the knowledge and the technique and confidence to take care of whatever situation may come upon you. Now, this morning, we're going to talk about self-defense, but we're not talking about being attacked by flesh and blood. What are we talking about? Turn over to 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 5, beginning there with verse 7 down through verse 9. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because what your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast what in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. So we are not fighting flesh and blood. This morning we are talking about self-defense, being prepared to fight off evil, prepared to fight off Satan. Why? Because what do we read of Peter? He is as a roaring lion. When you look at the food chain, brothers and sisters, when you look at the food chain, on land at the top of that top of that pyramid is the mighty lion. Why? Because strong. He's strong. 
He's powerful. He's able to take on any prey that he wants. And he's resilient. You can't fight him off. He will keep coming and coming and coming. Satan, Peter tells us he's as a roaring lion. He's walking around seeking whom he can devour. And you know what he will do? He will prey on the weak and the meek. Those that aren't ready, those that aren't prepared with those techniques that we learn in self-defense, and that's the ones. That's the ones that the almighty lion, he will prey upon those first. And then he will cause those to help him take down those that are a little stronger, a little stronger. In Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 11 and 12, Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. This is not a fight against flesh and blood, but what? Against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against what? Spiritual wickedness in high places. We are defending, we are defending the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now let me give you some good news. Good news is the battle has already been won. The battle is already won. Why? When Christ came into this world, when he hung on that cross and he died for our sins, and then he was buried and he rose again. He rose again. The resurrection, brothers and sisters, he defeated Satan at that point. So the battle that we are fighting has already been won. Our job, our responsibility in defending the gospel is to stand up and continue to let that victory shine. Let the gospel shine. Spread the gospel. We're already have won. The battle is won, but we are to continue the fight for Christ. The fight for the gospel. Now, beginning there with Ephesians chapter 6, we'll start out as we're getting prepared. We're taking our self-defense class this morning. What are we going to know? What are we going to know to use when we are attacked by Satan, by the darkness, by the evils of this world? Verse 14 beginning. Stand therefore, having your loins girded about what? With truth. What did Paul tell us? He's comparing our battle as we are training in this self-defense as the Roman soldier being prepared for battle. And the first thing he tells us what is you need to have the belt of truth. If the battle we are starting and we are going to fight, if we don't have the truth, then we're automatically going to lose. We must have the truth. When we open our Bibles, turn over to John chapter 8. Verse 44, it tells us that Satan is what? He is the father of all lies. He can't be trusted. John chapter 8, verse 44. If you turn your Bibles with us this morning, turn over and read. Follow along with me. I encourage you to find out whether what we speak of comes from the Word of God or not. John chapter 8, 44. Ye are of your father the devil, 
and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. So the first thing, the first thing we are taught is to have what? The belt of truth. Now when those Roman soldiers had that belt, it kept everything tightly. As they were getting prepared for battle, that belt was important. They stored their smaller weapons in that belt, and they kept all their uniform intact. They were not ready for battle unless they had that belt on. The same goes for us as Christians. As Christians, the first thing we must do is have the truth. What is the truth? John chapter 8. 31 and verse 32. Jesus said, You will know the truth. You will know the truth and what? The truth will set you free. In John chapter 8, verses 31 and 32, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on Him, If ye continue in My Word, then are ye My disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth. What? And the truth shall make you free. John 17, verse 17. John 17, verse 17. It says what? Thy word. Thy word is truth. So what are we going to have as we prepare for this battle? We're going to have that bell of truth. What are we going to have? The word of God. The word of God. The gospel. The gospel. Because we are fighting not against flesh and blood, but evil. Darkness. The things of this world. So when we are taught a lie, when we are told a lie, we've got to be able to have that truth to fight it off. When we are told that there's many, many churches, many churches, what? If we have the truth, we say, hold it. Wait a minute. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 4 says what? There's one body, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. So when we are attacked, when we are attacked with A, you can go wherever you want. One church is good as another. You get out that weapon. Ephesians, you have that truth. And you say, stop. Back up. One Lord. One faith. One baptism. One body. And then what? The devil's going to flee. The devil's going to flee. Why? We have the truth. We have the truth. When those come to you and say that you don't need to be baptized, all you have to do is believe on the Lord. What? We have that belt of truth and we say, Stop! Back up! Mark 16, verse 16 says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Stop! Back up, Satan! Leave me alone, right? We are prepared for battle. Our self-defense class, our techniques are kicking in. Why? Because we know the truth. So the first thing before we are even going to start our battle is we've got to have that belt of truth. Have that belt of truth. The second thing as we continue on there, after we have that belt of truth, your loins gird about with truth and having on, verse 14, the breastplate of righteousness. Now, the Roman soldier with their breastplate, 
This protected all their vital organs, brothers and sisters. The heart, the lungs, because without these, what? They're dead, right? They're dead. That breastplate of righteousness meant everything to them. It was going to protect their vitals. Righteousness. What is righteousness, brothers and sisters? Righteousness is being right and living by the commandments of God. Living by the commandments. What is commanded of us, we are accepting and we are following what God has commanded us to do. The breastplate of righteousness. If you would, turn over to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 21. For he hath made him, he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, what? That we might be made, what? The righteousness of God in him. Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Turn back with, with me to Romans chapter 5 and verse 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of what? Righteousness shall reign in life by one. And who is that? Jesus Christ. That breastplate, brothers and sisters, protects us, protects us from all the vital things, all of our vitals, are protected because what we have righteousness righteousness we have the commandments of God and we are following them we are living by what God has commanded us so now we have the truth the truth we're prepared for battle with the truth then we have the breastplate of righteousness that is we are a righteous person we can't fight the battle against sin and darkness if we are not righteous, if we are lukewarm and we try to serve both Satan and Jesus, it's not going to work, right? Because we will be spewed out. He will spit us out. But we have righteousness, that breastplate of righteousness. What? We are protected. We are protected in our battle. Our self-defense class this morning, our self-defense class, we will, build, we will learn techniques. We will learn what we need to use when we are attacked. We have the truth, and now what? We have righteousness. The truth and righteousness. Now, continue on. Verse 15. And your feet shod with the what? The preparation of the gospel of peace. Now, the Roman soldiers' feet were shod with this sandal type of material, and it was very thick on the bottom. And on the bottom of that shoe had little metal spikes. And what? That gave that soldier confidence in knowing that he was going to be sure-footed, right? He was ready for battle. He knew that those shoes, no matter how far he had to march, no matter what he was attacked with, he was going to have sure-footedness. He was going to be ready for battle. Now us, as Christians, when we are attacked, and I will, I guarantee you, let me explain to you. As Christians, Satan's job, 
Satan's job is to attack you. His job is to, if you've never obeyed the gospel, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about you, right? He's already won that battle because you're already serving him. If you've never obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ, you've never obeyed the gospel, then your battle is lost. Satan already has won you over. He doesn't care about you now. He's walking around. He's that lion. And he's searching out the Christians, those that do know God, those that do have the truth, those that do have righteousness. He's looking for those because that's who he needs to win over. Now, we have to, when we're we're attacked, we have to be shod our feet. We need to be shod, (coughs) excuse me, our feet with the peace of the gospel. We need to be prepared. As the Roman soldier, when he had those sandals and had those spikes, he had confidence. Confidence in knowing that those shoes are going to be ready for battle no matter what he was going to face. No matter what he was going to have to endure. His feet would be rooted firmly, planted in the ground, and in his mind. In his mind. He had no doubt. He didn't have to think about, well... Are these shoes? Are these shoes going to last for my journey? Are these shoes going to be? Are they going to be sturdy in my feeding when I fight this battle? No. He had that peace of mind, knowing that he was prepared. Turn over to Romans chapter five, beginning reading there, verses six through ten. For when we were yet without strength. In due time Christ died, what? For the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commended his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, what Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall what be saved by his life. Just knowing, brothers and sisters, just knowing that God is on your side, that you are prepared for battle. You can have the confidence, just as the Roman soldier, with his feeding, with his feet, He was assured, he was confident in his battle. We need to be confident in knowing that Christ died for you and me. Christ died for our sins. Continue on with Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse 31. What shall we say to uh, these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Confidence. And knowing that God is on our side, no matter what. We're confident when we get ready for our battle. Going down to verses 37 in Romans chapter 8. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded, notice, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is what in Christ Jesus our Lord. We are confident in this battle. 
We are well trained to defend the gospel. We have the truth. All of our vitals are protected and what our feet are shod with confidence. Nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God. No matter what you endure in this world, no matter what you go through, whether it be addiction, no matter what you're dealing with in your life, hardships, the loss of family, loss of loved one, nothing, nothing can separate you from the love of God. None of this will defeat you in battle. we got to be confident in knowing whatever Satan wants to bring, whatever we got to deal with, we're going to win this battle. We're going to fight. Why? Because we are prepared. If someone, when you take self-defense, someone comes at you with a knife, you don't run, right? You're not going to turn around. You're just going to get stabbed in the back. We've got to be able to stand and we will be confident once you are trained and once we realize that God is with us. Nothing, nothing out there no matter what we've got to deal with, no matter what you're dealing with in your life, you can conquer all. You can conquer all. Let's continue on. Now, we've got the truth. We're good about with the truth. We have the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with preparation. We're prepared for battle. Now, verse 16. Above all, what? taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Now, the Roman soldier had this shield, this big metal shield. And that shield protected him against the darts as they came flying in, right? So he was prepared with that shield. This was going to protect him and a lot of the times, the ones that had the good ones, they kind of wrapped around the body. They protected from the side. They protected from the front. If we had that shield of faith, shield of faith, brothers and sisters, we can fight off these fiery darts. Now, Satan will shoot off these darts and he will cause fear. Fear to come. He will cause anxiety to come upon you. But we have that shield of faith. What is that faith? Our faith is our belief. Our belief in God. Our belief in God. How strong is your faith? What did Jesus tell us in Matthew chapter 17? Turn over to Matthew chapter 17. He talks about faith as a grain of mustard seed, right? Matthew chapter 17, verse 19 through 21. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why cast not we cast him out? Jesus said unto them, notice verse 20, Because of your unbelief, for verily I said to you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, 
Ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing, notice nothing, shall be impossible unto you, howbeit this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. What did Jesus said? If you have the, the faith of a grain of mustard seed, but you say to that mountain, May move, mountain, move. And what did he say? That mountain will move. Because what? Your faith. How strong, I ask you this morning, in our self-defense class, how strong is your faith this morning? Do you believe? Do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you believe that He died on that cross for your sins? Do you believe that if you continue in His Word, when you die and leave this world, and you go to judgment, that heaven will be your home. Do you have that much faith? If not, then maybe you need more training, right? Maybe you need more training. If you tell me this morning, I ask you, do you have the faith no, to know that if you die today, and you face judgment, then you will go to heaven. Is that how strong your faith is? Jesus said if you have the faith of a grain of mustard seed, but you tell that mountain to move, that mountain will move, He said. It doesn't matter. How much faith do we have? Do we have the faith that we're prepared for battle? We have the shield of faith, brothers and sisters, the shield of faith. Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. 